I was walking with a friend, and this guy in a robe comes out and picks up his L.A. Times, and it's Ernest Borgnine. You know where they filmed a lot of the McHale's Navy, don't you? Yeah, it's at the uh, same place they did. Uh, they filmed a whole bunch. Of, they, they filmed all of the... Uh, uh, oh, gosh, what was the name of that stupid show? You know, they went on a three-hour tour. Okay. The housing project, as I call it, where they have a, a whole city street. They used it for Father's Knows Best and a bunch of others. Lethal weapon used it. You know, they blew the toilet out of the thing. Yeah, that's the Leave it to Beaver house that ended up being the Marcus Welby house. Come on, come on, come on. That, that, that funky... Isn't that, isn't that the plane? The plane? You're talking about the uh, uh, botanical garden? The, the uh, county thing there? Yeah, that's where they did the uh, uh, Fantasy Island, the plane, the plane, that, that, that lake. Oh, no, 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 the lake you're talking about, isn't that a universal? Yeah, that's where they, uh, it's the same one where the shark, uh, shark thing was. Right, right, but they also did, oh, Gilligan's Island, Gilligan's Island was also shot in that, that pond. Yeah, uh, the Tarzan movies were shot over there at the uh, Arboretum, and my uncle had the, uh, he, he raised the chimpanzees. What was it, cheetah or something like that? Many, many years ago, this woman, this young woman, she was in her mid-twenties, she hawked her house, got about three, dollars $400,000, and did a film. The problem was, the person she cast in the lead role, and it was a drama, it was like a police drama, she was totally enamored with, oh, look at all these frickin' motorcycles! I've got hundreds of motorcycles. The person that she cast for the lead, she was enamored with, and they became uh, involved uh, romantically. She shot this film with, you know, glowing angles of the sky, all right? There were there's 15 or 20 minutes in this 90-minute thing where she didn't get the scenes, but God, she had great close-ups of his abs, and she dollied around him and lit him, you know, just, it was incredible. The story was missing all kinds of scenes. And I got, I got my usual uh, upfront money, and I, I called her up and I go, look, you're missing all kinds of scenes, reset. She goes, well, make it a Cutters film. <laughs> the next day, I got her money back to her, I go, this is an uncuttable film. Uh, good luck in the contest of life. Yeah, well, you know, they uh, they get off on some of these things, and it's really weird. But anyway, I was going to tell you, I went down to uh, Hollyweird, and we went on the set. The, uh, the script was so screwy. I don't even see how they managed to get it into the production mode. Basically, the, the actor came over, or actress, well, I'm not going to say who's who, but, uh, and she says, what am I supposed to do here? And I said, hell if I know. You're supposed to be talking on a radio to somebody, but it doesn't say who you're supposed to be talking to or anything. And uh, what radio? It doesn't describe anything. It just says, scene, actress talking to uh, radio. And it's like, what? You don't talk to a radio. You talk on the radio to somebody. 
the uh, director, I, I've seen him, you know, get upset and, you know, demand more from the actors and actresses and stuff. And eh, that's part of the, uh, I guess, the artistic uh, paintbrush of the director. I won't say who he was. Blew up at actors and actresses and everything, and things were just going turtle. So uh, anyway, we broke for uh, broke for lunch, and uh, when we came back, they uh, they're going to cancel it because things are not going right. And so anyway, I said, "Gee, I wonder if we get paid." Sure enough, we did. I wonder. Uh, wonder if the director was uh, trying to scuttle the project. Somebody on the, uh, above the line just somehow got hornswoggled into being in this thing and just hated every second of being there. Uh, I'm sure you, every once in a while, been on one of those too. You have to, uh, you know, you're, you're dealing with a lot of uh, different people. They all got to work together. A background in sociology and uh, psychiatry helps. Generally, if I'm in charge, I put everything on three-by-five cards. I mean, I, I pre-plan like crazy, because I just want to get in and get it done and get paid. Well, I just have a... I just, I've got a vulture <laughs> that went around the truck, went around the van and landed right in front of me. Oh, my goodness. Probably six hours. Is it a red truck? No, but it's a big black vulture with a red, ugly head. You're not uh, not thinking about dying anytime soon, are you? I've died many times on stage, Jim. You're lucky to be going to work this late in the morning, but, you know, the railroad never sleeps. Call for work, that could be any time. Do you still, do you, do you work for the railroad? Affirmative conductor. Oh, okay. So you guys, do they uh, have regular shifts for you guys, or they send you out on like trips and you're gone for days? Ah, uh, you can be gone for a few days. Depends upon how quickly you can uh, can get back to your home terminal. For me, it's. Uh, Generally, like two or three days if I'm unlucky. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Railroad's always been a little bit of a, has always been interesting. Anyways, very good. Oh, yeah, it's great. And uh, it does take a special kind of person to work there, I will say that. Uh, I, I didn't understand you. Wasn't my my work truck and I just didn't hear what you said. Oh, it takes a very special kind of person to work for the railroad, I will say that. Frank, I think you're a very special person and that's why you work for the railroad. Oh, thank you, Paul. By the way, you disappeared, so I think maybe only Jim heard this. You want to know how many devices my network scanner says I apparently have on my network right now 59 devices but I'm sure that's wrong 
because every light switch in this house is connected to my network, as is every plug in this house. And seeing as how there's at least four plugs per room, um, yeah, it's a lot higher than that. Well, hey, at least, you know, if I'm out late and come home and my family forgets to turn on the outside lights so that I can see my way to the front door, uh, I can turn them on from my phone in my driveway or on my way home, I, before I get home, I can check it on my phone and go, oh, they didn't turn on the lights. Hit the button. Now they're on. Oh. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm not in any way, shape, or form enamored with all of this internet interconnectivity. I don't need to turn on my thermostat from my phone and check my emails. And, I don't know. It's just, you know? Frank, I still don't Twitter, tweet, or Facebook. I know. That's why I have a lot of friends go to parties and I've been married for a long time. Oh, you can still do all that and have a social media presence. A lot of people do it, yours truly included. Well, I think that's a, well, never mind. I'm going to be nice today.